1: Absolute Sports Betting Degeneracy.
2: Hey everybody, Arch here, and it is Tuesday. Max, what's going on? Not a goddamn thing, really. Uh,
3: I had another pretty solid baseball betting day. The fucking Orioles, right?
2: Yeah.
3: You you had the Orioles in the parlay. I did. Uh, I had the Mariners in the parlay. Ding, ding, ding. And Panther... Took the Mets. Fucking Mets! Did not go so well for the Mets yesterday, Panther.
4: God, they look like a fucking Mets farm team.
3: Uh, they look like the Mets that I know that they truly are. <laughs> oh, for
4: just, just, just in case this doesn't make you feel better, any one of my three teams that I bet yesterday all lost. So I was fucking the, I was fucking the parlay, no matter what.
3: So saying two game parlay, <laughs> two is the yeah. matching number. <laughs> Oh Christ. Panther, you, you got the countdown, right? Fucking the countdown to Vegas.
4: Oh my god. You know, I was just I talked to a friend of mine. He lives in Kansas City. He's like a, a dozen years older than me, He's sixty-two. He can actually retire now. He's gonna work a couple more years. I am a couple days away from Vegas and I wanna fucking quit. Like there's nothing worse than just being a couple days away from some free time and you still got to get up at two in the morning and, and just go through the daily grind. But I'm chomping at the bit, man. I just can't wait to just shut everything down for like four days.
2: Nice. Um, yeah, that's, that's going to be fun. That's going to be a good trip. Have you have you been since uh, the pandemic?
4: Yeah, I went uh, last, Novo- uh, last November, last November still was on the strip this is not a strip uh trip we're gonna kind of like live like locals for the weekend we'll be staying up in Summerlin, uh head over to red rock and uh spend a couple days up there doing something a little different oh
2: that sounds like fun yeah good luck hopefully you can scam the casinos out of all that money (laughs) by fake playing that's it's a it's a research trip (laughs) anything else about vegas
4: uh, you know, they no, I mean, no shows, no, I mean, some food, whatever those two casinos, but, uh, I, I'm listening, you know, I'm trying to find a way to transition into something, but even I'm not even staying on the strip. So I can't even be like, Hey, let's list our favorite <laughs> hotels on the strip or anything. Let's, let's rank our favorite Vegas hotel. We've all been to Vegas, right?
3: Oh, yeah, we, we have we have been. And, and, and the transition would have been is like, yeah, unfortunately, I'm not going to be able to make a, a Las Vegas Raiders uh, preseason game. That could be uh, a transition.
4: Yeah, I'm not, but I will be able to make a Las Vegas Raiders regular season game because we're going back in December.
3: Oh, there you go. And then we could have talked about the Raiders and then we could talk about how the, the, the AFC West is the most competitive uh, division in football. See, that's how you do it. Transitioner
4: uh i'm not transitioning today uh second if we can start there those second most competitive division in football uh
3: the most competitive division in football but let's get into that where are we at right now we're at the score right now who is ranked the divisions by competitiveness and right off the bat number eight i disagree (laughs) how is the nfc north last on this fucking list like, you you toss the Bears out because the Bears are absolute dog shit, but I think the Vikings are going to make things competitive, and and God knows that I love the Lions this year for some fucking reason. Uh, I think I fell on my head one too many times when I was a child because I'm looking at Jared Goff and the Lions and saying, holy shit, the Lions are going to be a good fucking team. I, I disagree that the NFC North is the least competitive division. I think with without Devontae Adams there for Green Bay, it's going to be a little tighter this year. I think the Vikings also have an opportunity to you know healthy a healthy delvin cook uh healthy fucking Thielen and and justin jefferson i don't know man i think the nfc north is pretty competitive
4: i think the nfc north is competitive with two teams i'm not high on the lions i think they're probably still another six to eight win team but the expected regression with the packers might be over exaggerated they still got a, a- and uh he's kind of like brady he makes all these wide receivers look good and uh the bears do suck gonna be one of the worst teams if not the worst in the nfl
2: fingers crossed Um, we're praying we're praying for the bears
4: we're praying for the bears we got big big futures bet on the bears but uh yeah i I think it's a two-horse division i think it's uh packers and the vikings i do expect the vikings to step up i know you two love to shit on kirk cousins a guy that Like, year in and year out, throws for 33 touchdowns, 7 interceptions, and then his name is Kirk Cousins, so we don't like him. But, uh, yeah, I I do think with that loaded roster, a healthy roster, and a defense that could play just better than last year. That's not even asking much, I don't think. Uh, The Vikings are at least a 10-win team this year.
2: Mm. So the Packers are minus 200. Vikings are plus 275. Lions plus 900. Bears plus 1,200 to win the division. Mm.
1: Yeah.
3: I don't think the, I don't think the lions uh, fucking win the division. I don't think that they, yeah, yeah. I don't think they win the division, but I, again, like think they, they are a, this is an expanded playoffs, right? And you get an extra team in there, I Mm -hmm. believe. Right. And so I think the lions can make some noise and make a playoff push. I love their head coach. I, I I think that they made uh, some interesting moves and Jared Goff, is Jared Goff, right? I mean, we know who he is. We know what he can and can't do. And I think if you play to his strengths, he could fucking get a team to a Super Bowl. His strength. Right? I, his strength. I'm just saying. Yes. Yes. His strength <laughs> is one strength. Uh, I just disagree. I think that there is a, a, a less competitive division mm. in in football, which I'm sure we'll get to. Yeah. Uh Let's scroll down to number seven. AFC
2: number seven South. On the
3: list is the AFC South, Uh, I believe, is the least competitive uh, division of football. I, I, I really do. You know, you, you can talk about the Colts and the and the Titans. I'm not a hundred percent sold on on the Colts, really. I think that there's gonna be some regression on the Colts here. I know that there is some chatter about uh you know the Colts uh, because they're Phil's team. The the Titans uh I think I think the Titans this is their division and then after that it's the fucking Jaguars and, and the Texans. I, I put them I put those two teams below the cumulative of the Lions and the Bears. The Bears are going to be the worst I can team in football. But I do p- believe that the, the totality of the Texans and the Jaguars and how bad they are makes this the least competitive division in football.
4: I actually completely agree. I, I think when you look at the Jags and the Texans in comparison to the Lions and the Bears, uh, they probably are, com- you know, when you combine the two, probably worse. And I think the gap, the gap between the Titans and the Colts is bigger than the gap between the Packers and the Vikings. Um, I, I, I'm with you. I think the expectations for the Colts are uh, a little op- optimistic, really. I liked the Colts last year with Carson Wentz. I like them a little less this year with Matt Ryan. And uh, to be honest, I didn't, we, we do a lot of uh, headhunting, Coach headhunting on this. McCarthy's right there at the top of the block. But (laughs) look, I think Frank Wright's job is on the line here. You've been calling it for a while
2: last season. Yeah.
4: Yeah. Last year and that loss at Jacksonville with a playoff spot, you know, everybody wants to beat up on Carson Wentz, but I put that on Frank Wright. And if they get out of the gate slow, remember last year, they came out of the gate horribly slow. They were chasing their record from the very, very beginning. If they start off slow again, I don't know if uh, Frank Reich survives the season.
2: Are we still feeling repercussions from Andrew Luck with the Colts to this day? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's, It's a
3: ripple effect.
4: Yeah, they've taken the Denver approach of let's see what veteran quarterback Mm -hmm. we can bring in year Mm -hmm. in and year out. They haven't drafted a quarterback. They've gone from, what, Brissett to Phillip Rivers to Carson Wentz, now to Matt Ryan. And they still, I don't believe, have a rookie in the waiting. So, uh, yeah, you really got to question what management is doing here, uh, particularly with a guy like Jonathan Taylor, who is – You know, arguably, we'll sit here and split hairs between him and Derrick Henry, but you've got one of the best running backs in the league without doubt, and you're going to screw it up by not having a quarterback. Uh,
2: let's see. Colts minus 125 to win the division. Oops. Titans right behind them, plus 150. Jags oh, yeah. 700. Texans 200. So we're all thinking Titans with the value, right? Was, oh, I think so. Absolutely. The Absolutely yeah. And, and to Panthers point, listen, I, I
3: you almost sympathize with a team like Denver or with a team like uh, the Colts who who tried to just bring in the veteran quarterback to win because it was a win now mentality. It's like, Man, we've got this team. We don't want to have to wait for a rookie quarterback to get us there. We're going to bring in a, a veteran that can lead us the way and push us over the top uh I mean listen it was a very similar approach that the Rams did with Matt Stafford right you bring in a guy that's going to push you over to the top to win the Super Bowl the problem is uh it just hasn't been the right guys <laughs> you know I mean it's just they haven't found the right guy uh you bring in Tom Brady maybe it's a different fucking story right and speaking of Tom Brady going right over to the NFC South where uh yeah this is an interesting one because I'd I almost argue that this is one of the least competitive divisions as well. Um I, I I think it's right. I think this is right exactly where it needs to be, number six. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers should run away with the NFC South. I do think New Orleans is going to be somewhat competitive. I kind of like Jameis Winston. I don't know if you guys listen to the Sunday show. I kind of like him for a bounce back season, especially looking at his his over uh, for his yards total. It was, it was ridiculously low. It's mm-hmm. like thirty three hundred or something like that. Uh, if this guy stays healthy, he was showing signs of of improvement last year. Kind of like New Orleans to stay somewhat competitive, and then after that. Who the fuck knows with Carolina? Carolina started off a little strong last year because Christian McCaffrey's healthy. We know he's not going to be healthy. I kind of like them with Baker Mayfield. I don't love them with Baker Mayfield. And then uh, right after that, the Atlanta Falcons is going to be in the argument for the worst team in yeah. fucking football. So uh, I, I think NFC South, perfect where it is, number six on this list.
4: Yeah, runaway. Tampa Bay should not be, uh, shouldn't have any competition whatsoever. You know, there's bigger question marks than just Jameis Winston in New Orleans. Michael Thomas didn't play. I don't believe he played at all last year. Started the season and then he was pretty much done. Alvin Kamara is suspended. Um, he's got a little little indiscretions that he needs to deal with. So they, they've got questions in New Orleans. We know Carolina. Christian McCaffrey is going to be good for about six games, and then you've got whatever could be a revolving door between Mayfield and Darnold. I don't like the situation for either one of them. Although I think Mayfield should be the guy and he shouldn't have to look over his shoulder. But uh, if he has to look over his shoulder, then I really don't like the Panthers and the Falcons are going to be right there with the bears. It's going to be an absolute shit show there. So I I don't even know how this is ranked higher than the other two divisions. Like it should be (laughs) three weeks. Yeah, it it should be Tampa Bay. I mean, they should win they should get the number 1 seed in the NFC by default because the entire division's shit.
2: Yeah, it's it's I have to echo your sentiments. There's nothing there to talk about. Tampa Bay's minus 300 to win the division. The Saints are plus 350 and then whatever. I'm not even going to bet this one. I would I'm avoiding that division entirely.
3: Minus 300's value. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, number five, AFC East. This is an interesting one because uh, I don't know if this article was written before or after what we saw with uh, Zach Wilson. No, see, there you go. Before suffered a knee injury in the preseason opener. So, yeah, I mean, you have to take that into account. I still like the Jets, though. I still think that they'll be a competitive team, especially with their backup quarterback situation, as long as there's not Joe fucking Flacco, which apparently it might be. So maybe I don't like them that much. Uh, we're looking at this though. The 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 Bills should run away with this. Dolphins they made improvements. They brought in Tyree Kill, but who fucking knows about Tua? Who really fucking knows about Tua? Uh, mentioned the Jets. The Jets. I like Robert Saleh there and and what they're kind of trying to build there. But you know, question marks around Zach Wilson is is huge. And then man, the big fucking the big fucking question mark is what happens with the Patriots this year. Uh, one could argue that the Patriots could have been in last place in this fucking division. So in a way. I'd say it's competitive for the other 3 teams. I just ultimately think the Bills are are way above the other 3 teams. But amongst the other 3, I think it's highly competitive.
4: Yeah, it could be. You know, first off, the Bills are going to go as far as Josh Allen. They're one Josh Allen injury away from being um uh, just slightly better than mediocre team i think they go as far as josh allen takes them they did make improvements but the big the, the team that i want to watch here is miami uh you change a head coach you know it's, it's hard for tua i'm not being a defender here but it's really hard to play quarterback if the head coach is trying to get rid of you right so they, they've got all the the flirting with Sean Payton, Tom Brady, everything that's been going on with that team. Um, so there's a, there's a lot here to watch with Tua. They got him some help with Tyreek Hill. Uh, so I, I'm really curious to see how the Dolphins play. The Patriots, I don't know. I think we're seeing what the Patriots are. Sans Tom Brady, I don't expect a lot out of them. I actually think the Jets could leapfrog them because the, uh, the, the Zach Wilson doom was premature. He does not have a torn ACL. They're saying he's out two to four weeks. He could possibly be ready for opening day, but they'll probably hold him back because of getting practice reps and whatever. He could be back by week two or week three, um, which gives the jets a little bit more upside. Plus they had that great draft. So kind of curious to see how the jets play. I think the Patriots could be the team of doom and gloom here.
2: Mm, Yeah, it may be. So this probably is the most question marks of any any division in football. So
4: many questions. Yeah, because
2: we have no idea what the Dolphins are going to look like. Panther was right. Uh, you know, how does Tua look with a slightly better offensive line? Because that was probably the worst offensive line in the NFL last season. The Dolphins they had to RPO everything. New coach, new weapons. Who knows? I have no idea what the Dolphins look like. The Patriots are a mystery to me. The Jets, I think they're going to be better. And, you know, everyone spent the whole off season trying to figure out how to stop Josh Allen, just like they figured out how to stop Mahomes. So you know, it'll be interesting. There's a lot of questions in this division. Buffalo's minus two and a quarter. Miami plus 400. Patriots 500. Jets 2,000.
3: Oof, man. That's crazy. Yeah. Uh, hey, you want to save the other four for tomorrow? Sure. we're about halfway we'll pin through the show yeah. like yeah let's put a pin in this and we'll talk top four uh, uh tomorrow because i think that there's going to be some heated debate over that so uh, a little uh, little cliffhanger for you guys so tune in tomorrow we'll, we'll talk about the top four uh until then let's take a quick break and talk about the book club yes the book club is where we're actually running this show live right now <laughs> uh we've uh, arch mentioned changes because of our our live stream issues and now we are over in the book club so if you are members of the book club Join us in the mornings. 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time is when we go live. And you can hang out and listen to the show. You can comment. You got a little chat, right? We can. I think we mm-hmm. can bring people in eventually too, if we want to. We can. We can, you know, take on you know uh, book book club exclusive callers. How do you get access to the book club? Well, it's easy. Use the link in the description, or go to thedgens.net. It routes you over to our Patreon, and you sign up. It's twenty five dollars a month, and then you get access to our private Discord channel, which is the book club. And under the book club are their picks, live bets, user picks, fantasy stuff, hitting the tables, pop culture, spicy memes, all that
0: shit. You can have fun.
2: All right. Baseball.
3: Baseball. Panthers did not have a good day. I had a good day yesterday, so it's time to flip. Follow Panther today and and fade (laughs) me. Uh, Let's talk Boston-Pittsburgh. Pirates return home after losing their last four road games. Uh, Pittsburgh, a better team at home than they are on the road, but it doesn't make them a good team. They're just better at home. They're not a good team. They're just better at home. Uh, uh, Boston-Panther, you kind of called that one, right? Had a successful weekend against the rival Yankees. But it's still a team that's two games under 500. They need to go on a very big winning streak to make a playoff spot. My problem is I don't see a big winning streak coming for this team. Uh going to put Nick Pavetta on the mound today. He's given up three or more earned runs in six of his last seven starts. Pirates going to counter with Mitch Keller, who I mean, had a great fucking July 2.61 ERA last month. He's off to a pretty decent start in August as well. I think there's value, a little bit of value. I'm losing value, but I think there's a little bit of value taking the plus line Pittsburgh at home with the pitching advantage, so a $10 bet on the Pirates.
4: I don't know what this line is doing now, but when I looked earlier when I was looking my games over, I had Boston at minus 140, then saw it tick up to minus 145. I think on the surface, the Red Sox are a, a better team than the Pirates, but I don't hate the Pirates. I think the value is probably on the Pirates, but I just think Boston wins this game. So I'll eat that chalk Ooh. with $13 on the Red Sox.
2: Well, uh, split decision between you two. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not on this game. Uh, what are the Red Sox now? Minus 134? Ooh, it's Ugh, it's shit. dropping. Mm-hmm. Honestly, mm-hmm. if it drops any further, I might have to take the Red Sox here just, just because. So uh, I'll lean the Red Sox right now, not betting the game. All right, well, we know one game is probably off the
3: uh, Dejean Parlay, so let's move on to another pair of AL East teams. Uh, that's right, the Tampa Bay Rays near Yankees, game number two in their series. Uh, Yankees, uh, they have to feel a little bit lucky right now. right? Y- Yankees probably looking and saying, man, we are glad that there is no other AL East team that's playing at a leap <laughs> fucking level right now because, I mean, their big lead is evaporated, but they're still 10 games up on the Rays right now. Now, as a Mets fan, listen, I can tell you that a 10-game lead can go away very quickly in late August and through September, so the Yankees cannot afford to keep playing the baseball that they've played the last, I'd say, what, two months, right? The, two, the last two months, Yankees Yankees have not been playing great baseball. Uh, they lost two of three to the Red Sox this weekend, as I just mentioned, and they lost to the Rays yesterday. And I think they could be in jeopardy of losing today. Uh, it's going to be Jeffrey Springs going against Nestor Cortez. Tampa's bullpen has been one of the better ones recently. Yankees? Not <laughs> not so much. Uh, I know it's a risk-taking Tampa after they won yesterday, but I think it's a risk worth taking with this big plus line. So $10 bet on the Rays.
4: Well, not only is it a risk taking the Rays with a big plus line, but the Yankees have been shut out their last two games. At some point, those bats are going to come alive. I, there's just no reason to believe it's today or anytime soon. T- even taking away those shutouts... They've only been putting up maybe two, three, four runs at best. They've become too codependent on Aaron Judge, and might to remind you they've only won one game since they traded Joey Gallo. Joey Gallo factor. I'm with Max here. Give me that favorable plus line on the Rays for 13 bucks.
2: All right, I'm leaning the Rays in this one. We're getting closer. We're making incremental steps towards the kiss of death. Uh, but I, oops, I am not betting this game. Even the plus 155. Wow. Yeah, I just couldn't Crazy. quite, not quite there. It's close. Oh, I'm going to take some stupider ones. Don't worry. I'm going to double dip and take a really dumb one.
3: Well, I'm taking a dumb one right now, <laughs> so I'm going to admit I'm going to eat some chalk on a team that I should not be eating chalk on. It's pro- probably one of my worst betting teams I've, I've probably had. I uh, know Panther fucking hates them as well. Let's talk to Los Angeles Dodgers at the Milwaukee Brewers. Uh, Dodgers blanked the Brewers last night. Funny enough, it was their first game this season. It was first game, first time they, these teams played was last night. Wow. Uh, only with a, what, a month and a half left in the season, they're going to play six more times before <laughs> the end of the year, which is unfortunate for the Brewers, right? I mean, uh, you know, having to face the fucking Dodgers six more times with a month and a half left, not not fun at all. But I think they have a good shot of winning the game today. Uh, with the loss of Walker Bueller for the season, the depth of the Dodgers starting pitching is going to be tested, and it's going to be tested today. I don't even know how to pronounce this last guy's uh, this guy's last name. I fucked up Kikuchi's first name yesterday. <laughs> I'm going to fuck up this guy's Ryan Pepio. Pepeot. Pepeot. I don't know. This guy's fucking starting for the Dodgers day. Not has not been a consistent starter. Which I think gives the huge edge to the Brewers Say with Brandon Woodruff on the mound. Been very fucking solid for the Brewers all season, despite missing a chunk of time in June with an injury. Had a 2.10 ERA in the month of July. Put up two quality starts so far in August. I Listen, I get it. People seeing the Dodgers with a plus line. I don't know. Dodgers still got a plus line? They, they oh, do yeah. have an it's hour. It's getting worse. Than, yeah, better. Uh, wow. Wow. Crazy fucking A, man. I get it. People are going to see the Dodgers with a plus line. Jump on them. Say, ah, fucking Vegas gift. I'm not going to do it. I'm going to be an idiot and fucking bet the Brewers here. Ten dollar bet on Milwaukee.
4: Yeah, not very often do you get the Dodgers, the plus line. And even though there clearly is a pitching advantage for the Milwaukee Brewers, the hitting advantage still lies with the Dodgers. They're in the middle of a, just a complete cruise control winning streak. They, they have that one loss in the last what 15 games i don't think that trips them up they they won big yesterday i think they can keep it going so i will take that plus line and put 13 dollars on the dodgers
2: <laughs> i see this line and i think boy i should bet the dodgers and then i'm just like it's like the the scene in 2001 with the apes seeing the uh, monolith and they touch it and run away screaming like just that's how i feel right now i'll lean the dodgers i'm not betting this <laughs> game fuck it
3: all right. Well, I, I guess, Panther, uh, you've, you've solidified my DJ and Parlay pick. Must be the fucking Rays because that's the only <laughs> game that we've agreed on. You've, you've, you've disagreed on my other. Uh, listen, I, but I, I picked three games. You bet on all three, right? No, I did, got three but, more. Wait, well, you did bet on the first one, too. Holy I shit. Should, yeah. That, that never happens. And you got three more. My God. All right. Keep going. Uh, I don't know how you avoided this one. The Cubs are in Washington.
4: And our favorite pitcher, Patrick Corbin, is on the mound. That just makes minus 165 a value play. Joey Steele for the Cubs has actually been pitching really well. Whether or not he gets a ton of run support is the question, but going against Patrick Corbin, the run support should be there. Give me the Cubbies, minus 165
3: for 13 bucks tons of moral support i mean my spreadsheet says to bet the fucking cubs it absolutely says bet the fucking cubs but when i'm minus 160 on the goddamn cubs i just couldn't fucking do it i just there's like i I excel i know you want me to bet it i'm not going to bet it uh lean on the cubs here
2: yeah i gotta do it with you panther i'm jumping off this cliff as well tons of value it looks like on the cubbies at the minus one we can still get minus 160 hasn't ticked up too far in some books uh so yeah i'm gonna jump on with you 14 bucks on chicago
4: you know usually when i lose i just get scared off but nope we're gonna chase waterfalls Let's talk about those fucking mets in atlanta this time we do have the pitching advantage tawan walker going against charlie morton i'm still getting a plus line on the nine met squadron they need to win they need to win one in this series to keep atlanta from really closing that gap what are we at? like four games four and a half now um Mets, you got to win one here. We're going to be flirting with the Panther three and out, but this is only game number two. Give me $13 on the Mets.
3: I, I was about to say, I was literally about to say, you're going to do the three and out because I mean, you got Scherzer on the mound tomorrow, right? So, I mean, in <laughs> worst case scenario, Yeah, four and a half game lead right now. And we kind of knew that this is going to be a tough, uh, tough stretch for the Mets. Uh, Braves won seven games in a row. Uh, could possibly be eight. I think the Braves uh, have an opportunity to win this one today. I'm going to lean Atlanta. On. Listen, if I was betting on Mets games, I'd probably be betting on Atlanta uh, to, to win this one. Yeah. Um, yeah, a lean on the Braves.
2: Yeah, leaning the Braves pretty, pretty hard, man. At that minus 143, maybe just like a cent or two over what I wanted to pay. <sighs> Good luck, Panther.
4: All right, well, we're going to do the pitching matchup of the day. 2.0 yesterday. Houston and the White Sox gave us another pitching clinic between your Quiddy and Cueto. We'll just one-up them by putting Verlander and Dylan Cease on the mound. This should be an absolutely spectacular game. But I get Verlander at minus 125. Oof. Listen, Astros, I just need you to give me just a couple runs here. And, well, this is going to be another Panther three and out. I lose this one, chase Waterfalls again tomorrow. Give me the Astros for 13 bucks
3: uh i i will lean the astros with you i do not like this one whatsoever i agree listen i mean, you got you have verlander on the mound but uh this one seems off to me i i just don't like it uh i'll lean the astros here but man i would not be shocked if the white Sox fucking manage to fucking steal this one today
2: yeah yeah i'll lean the astros here with you too i'm pretty sure but i'm not gonna bet this game i don't like this game the white Sox. oh boy yeah the white Sox are scary
4: <laughs> you take that all kinds of different ways uh that are my six games today
2: all right i told you i was gonna make a dumb play and here it comes see I, i'm double dipping and we're staying in toronto the blue jays are minus 200 or even <laughs> maybe minus 230 against the orioles and you know this is that question we always have to ask against who against who mm-hmm. how is this possible so just fuck it just blind fire give me the orioles plus 190 for 13 bucks I I mean,
3: we know it's the Manoa factor here, right? He's one of the best pitchers in baseball. You're looking at this. But, I mean, you know, Kramer hasn't been awful for the fucking Orioles. And, really, you tell me who's playing the better baseball right now. It's the goddamn Orioles. (laughs) You know, Toronto has not looked right for a good period of time. And I thought it was like, oh, they're on the road, right? It's the road issues. No, they came back home and haven't looked right at home either, right? So, I mean – I think tons of value on the Orioles. I hit on them yesterday. I'm I'm backing out of this fucking uh, series. So uh, I'll lean on Baltimore with you. Some moral support.
4: Yeah, I think all the value is on Baltimore because it is the Alec Manoa factor here. But my God, the Blue Jays aren't like the, the second coming of the White Sox. You just cannot trust them to hit the ball. Manoa got hit pretty hard last time out. So I'm not eating 230 on the Blue Jays. And I... I should have bet Baltimore, but shit, six games is enough. I'll lean Baltimore.
3: <laughs> okay. Unbelievable! If, yeah. if the Orioles win this one, yeah, they they, they are pretty much right. Like they, there's a game and a half behind Toronto and Tampa right now. Baltimore, that is that is really fucking tight. Those three teams: Tampa, Toronto, and Baltimore. I, and of course, I'm rooting for the fucking Orioles because I, I think that was that was my uh, my 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 future uh, uh, wedding gift to Panther was a Baltimore playoff uh, bet. Right, so <laughs> I'm rooting for the Baltimore Orioles for you, Panther watch that cash that'll be awesome Hmm.
2: last one for me lines moving in the wrong direction which is kind of what triggered a bet but we are looking at arizona and san francisco the diamondbacks are now they open up minus 120 they're plus 108 now and that triggers a bet for me because i do think the diamondbacks are right about that 50 percent mark to win so i'm gonna take them give me the diamondbacks for 13 bucks or 14 bucks sorry
3: I'm gonna lean the diamondbacks with you. I I, I agree that it's now that's a plus line. Yeah, you're probably right. You're probably a, a pretty a pretty decent enough bet. Uh and hey, look, D Willie just joined. He's listening live. Thank you for joining D Willie. And uh yeah, I I like the diamondbacks with you. Uh Merrill Kelly, hell of a fucking year, right, Panther? Like uh ten ten and five, two point nine five ERA. Mm. Almost a bet. Lean on Arizona.
4: Yeah, almost, almost a bet for me too I, I don't like the diamondbacks on the road as much as i do at home but merrill kelly i mean i shit on this guy for two years and now he looks like he's the staff ace for the diamondbacks so good on you merrill kelly i do like some merrill kelly now i'm not afraid to well i wasn't wrong but he's just better now um so yeah lean on the diamondbacks
2: maybe it's merrill or is it merrill cy young kelly no
4: oh goddamn it
2: okay iceberg says book it to the book club <laughs> <laughs> iceberg i don't even know if you're in the book club if you do you use a different name know, yeah. you need to yeah. get over there man yeah. uh yeah. But iceberg says pirates money line dodgers money line arizona money line all right i guess the no no stream issues today right no there is i see it oh, um, fucking a yeah we've dropped uh 30 of our frames over the last two minutes
3: it's not, it's not, uh, there's not much even to fucking look at here it's a fucking s- screen from action it I, looks I, like
2: dog shit yeah i mean and, it, it, well, and they're looking at a static screen of our icons right now <laughs> there's nothing it's yeah, know right, we're dropping frames yeah fuck them yeah. and it's a connection issue somewhere they say uh i hit washington yesterday money line bet good job lean atlanta <laughs> Hit the White Sox yesterday. Also, uh, lean Houston. And oh, he's locking it in now for the parlay. Give him the Diamondbacks money line. I don't hate that one. Like
3: Arch, is that going to be yours? Probably. Oh, I'll, I'll
2: I'll pick a different one. That's fine.
3: Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I'm I'm not on the Diamondbacks, so I'm my 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 parlay picking already knows is going to be the fucking Tampa Bay Rays because it's the only game that me and Panther are going on today.
4: yes because agreeing with panthers is paying off dividends
2: (laughs) (laughs) oh boy what do we talk about today we talked about half of the nfl how Hmm. the division's Hmm. ranking competitiveness Hmm. we're going to talk about the other half tomorrow because we didn't want to do an hour show and whenever we do a list it's always an hour show unless we split it up so much to talk about but yeah i'm curious you guys let us know what you think the most competitive division in nfl is and we talked about baseball that is it that is it.
3: And you can let us know what you think about that or your picks, our picks, anyone's picks over on Twitter at BettingAbsolute. No matter where you list that, please. Hi, straight and come, subscribe, download and listen to every single episode. Panther, take us home. You already got
2: my pick, so I'll shut up. Oh, I got your pick, Arch. What do you got? Well, since Iceberg's taking the D-backs, I will take the Cubbies.
4: Oh, I like the Cubbies a lot. Who else do I like a lot?
3: I'll take the Dodgers. The oh, Dodgers. There it is. Yeah, there there's it is. We're the, dead. There's oh. the L. Oh. Hey, what? What, uh, what if I take the Diamondbacks? <laughs> so you can just then. Then, then, you, then you can take the, the Rays. How about that? Uh, nope. We're gonna take the Dodgers. Wow.
4: I'm going six and a, I'm going six and zero oh today, baby. We're gonna hit this parlay. We got the Rays, the Cubs, the. Dod- Fuck! I'm already on all three of these teams anyway. So you can blame me for any of them uh and uh, we're throwing the diamondbacks in there for icebergs so three team four team maybe pick two the two teamers seem to be paying off but hey get on facebook get on twitter get in the book club and shoot the shit with us call us out by name we'll holler right back most importantly let us know what you did yesterday what you're doing today when it's all said and done kids it's all make some money
1: fools